0: Well, good evening, everybody. Merry Christmas. This is one place for sure that it's safe to say Merry Christmas, right? Merry Christmas. Tonight we're going to celebrate uh, a wonderful gift that God gave to man 2,000 years ago. And, and listen, while I'm on the subject, of while I'm thinking about it, and I'm on the subject of gifts. Um, as you leave tonight, make sure that you see one of our greeters on the way out. We have a gift for each and every family as you leave. So make sure that you get that gift as you leave uh, tonight and head home. I think you'll enjoy it. Anyway, getting back to this, this gift that we're all here to, to celebrate about tonight We know that Jesus was born about 2,000 years ago, but the interesting thing about this is that God saw fit that Jesus was so important to each and every one of us that he wanted to tell us about it time and time and time again, and it's so neat. When you look at the Old Testament, the older part of the Bible, and you see that Jesus arriving 2,000 years ago actually was the fulfillment of, depending on how you count it, over 350 scriptures in the Old Testament. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? So I want to talk about one part of that Old Testament message that God gave us. And this part took place 700 years Even before Jesus came. And there was a man named Amos, And he had a son. And his name was Isaiah. And God took this man Isaiah. Isaiah, by the way, means Yahweh or God is salvation. And so God took this man Isaiah and he said, Isaiah, you are going to tell my people that they've got a problem. That things are going bad you got to get them straightened out. And so he raised up this man Isaiah to tell the people of God, "Hey, back away from what you're doing." And during these passages that Isaiah wrote, there's some interesting things he's he's warning the children of Israel and the children of Judah, he's warning them, "Hey, there's some people that are coming, and unless we get our act together, they're going to take us over." And during these passages that God gives Isaiah to write, there's some interesting things that just kind of appear. And that's what we're celebrating tonight. Matter of fact, in Isaiah 9, 6, he wrote, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And he actually continues on. And of the end of the peace that he brings, there will, there will never be an end. And then earlier on in his writings, as he's, as he's warning it, it, the people of God, he says this very specifically, and this is what we're celebrating tonight. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and you shall call his name Emmanuel. Welcome, and Merry Christmas. I want to introduce our worship team to you tonight, uh, and they'll be leading us through a number of songs. This is Joshua, Leah, Chris, Kate. Everybody welcome our team.
1: to have a wonderful evening. Tonight we've chosen Brooke Underwood. Good evening. We're going to start in Luke 1.
2: God sent the angel Gabriel to the Galilean village of Nazareth to a virgin engaged to be married to a man descended from David. His name was Joseph and the virgin's name was Mary. Upon entering, Gabriel greeted her. Good morning, You're beautiful in God's beauty, beautiful inside and out. God be with you. She was thoroughly shaken, wondering what was behind a greeting like that. But the angel assured her, Mary, you have nothing to fear. God has a surprise for you. You will become pregnant and give birth to a son and call his name Jesus. He will be great. He will be called Son of the Highest. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David. Mary said to the angel, but how? I've never slept with a man. The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. The power of his highest hover over you. Therefore, the child you bring to birth will be called Holy, the Son of God. Before they came to the marriage bed, Joseph discovered that she was pregnant. It was by the Holy Spirit, but he didn't know. Joseph, chagrined, but noble, determined to take care of things quietly so Mary would not be disgraced. While he was trying to figure a way out, he had a dream. And God's angel spoke in the dream. Joseph, son of David, don't hesitate to get married. Mary's pregnancy is spirit-conceived. God's Holy Spirit has made her pregnant. She will bring a son to birth And when she does, you, Joseph, will name him Jesus. God saves. Because he will save his people from their sins. This would bring the prophet's sermon to full term. Watch for this. A virgin will be pregnant and bear a son. They will name him Emmanuel, Hebrew, for God is with us. Then Joseph woke up and he did exactly what what God's angels commanded in the dream. He married Mary. But he did not consummate the marriage until she had the baby. And he named that baby Jesus. About that time, Caesar Augustus ordered a census to be taken throughout the empire. Everyone had to travel to his own ancestral hometown to be accounted for. So Joseph went from the Galilean town of Nazareth up to Bethlehem in Judah, David's town, for the census. As a descendant of David, he had to go there. He went with Mary, his fiancée, who was pregnant. While they were there, the time came for her to give birth, and she gave birth to a son, her firstborn. She wrapped him in a blanket, and she laid him in the manger because there was no room in the hotel. Were sheep herders camping in the neighborhood? They had set night watches over their sheep. Suddenly, God's angels stood among them and God's glory blazed around them. They were terrified. But the angel said, don't be afraid, I'm here to announce a great and a joyful event that is meant for everybody worldwide, a Savior that has been born in David's town, a Savior who is a Messiah and a Master. This is what you're to look for, a baby wrapped in a blanket, laying in a manger. At once the angel was joined by a huge angelic choir singing God's praises. Glory to God in the heavenly heights. Peace to all men and women on earth who please him. choir withdrew into heaven the sheep herders talked it over hey let's go over to bethlehem as fast as we can and see for ourselves what god has revealed to us they left running and found mary and joseph and the baby laying in the manger seeing was believing they told everyone they met what the angels had said about this child all who heard the sheep herders were impressed mary kept all these things to herself holding them dear, deep within herself. The sheep herders returned and let loose, glorifying and praising God for everything they had heard and seen. It turned out exactly the way they were told. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem village, Judah territory, this was during Herod's kingship. A band of scholars arrived in Jerusalem from the east, and they asked around, Where can we find and pay homage to this newborn king of the Jews? We observed a star in the eastern sky that signaled his birth. We're on a pilgrimage to worship him. When word of their inquiry got to Herod, he was terrified. And not Herod alone, but most of Jerusalem as well. Herod lost no time. He gathered all the high priests and the religion scholars in the city together and he asked, Where is this Messiah supposed to be born? And they told him, Bethlehem, Judah territory. The prophet Micah wrote it plainly. It is you, Bethlehem, in Judah's land, no longer bringing up the rear, for you will come come a leader who will shepherd, rule my people, my Israel. Herod then arranged a secret meeting with the scholars from the east. Pretending to be as devout as they were, he got them all to tell him exactly when the birth announcement star appeared. Then he told them the prophecy about Bethlehem and said, Go and find this child. Leave no stone unturned. But as soon as you find him, send word and I'll join you at once to worship. Instructed by the king, they set off. Then the star appeared again the same star they had seen in the eastern sky, and it led them until it hovered over the place where the child was. And they could hardly contain themselves. They were at the right place. They had arrived right on time. child in the arms of mary his mother overcome they kneeled and they worshiped him then they opened their luggage and they presented him with gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh in a dream they were warned not to report back to herod so they worked out another route and they left the territory without being seen and they returned to their own country
1: We didn't come together tonight just because a baby was born. There's a story that goes with this birth, and it ends 33 years later with Christ on a cross. When Christ came, he was planned before the beginning of time. Adam and Eve made some mistakes. They were imperfect in the garden. And that separated them from a holy and just God. Once they were separated from a holy God, because they were now imperfect, God being perfect, all of their descendants, that's us, were separated forever from a holy God as well. But God made a plan because he didn't want us to be separated from him forever. And in his word, He tells us that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And he sent Jesus to us so that we who are imperfect can believe on him, believe that he was the son of God, believe that he came to save us from eternity separated from God. And believe that he died, he rose again, and he's, in heaven before God the Father making intercession for us. In other words, when I do something that I shouldn't do, he stands up there while the devil stands on one side of God saying, look what she did. Jesus stands there and said, she's mine. And God doesn't hear the complaint of the devil. What he hears and sees is Jesus Christ and his perfection and not my imperfection. And he does that for everyone that calls on his name as Lord and Savior of their life. And it's real simple. All you have to do is believe. And in this complex world that we live in, sometimes it's really hard to find something that simple works. So tonight is about Celebrating Jesus Christ, but it's also about inviting those we love and care about to join God's family. So what I'd like to do is, if everybody could kind of squish together, stand up and hold hands. So just go down your aisles and everybody hold hands. And maybe you were like me. I spent a good part of my life in the world and not most of my life serving God because I didn't know him. And I thought that I had to get perfect before I could come before him because I made some really terrible mistakes. I lived my life in a really bad way. And with doing things that I'm not proud of, doing things that I'm ashamed of, doing things that... I don't really want to talk about. And I didn't think there was any way that I could come before God the Father and accept Jesus and God would forgive me for what I did. Because I still wasn't perfect enough. And, you know, perfectionism will restrain you from coming to the cross, from coming to Jesus Christ and knowing him as Lord and Savior. And tonight I'm going to ask that you realize that you don't have to be perfect. That God wants you just the way you are. He took me just the way I was. He took me all of my, all of my mistakes, all of my poor choices, all of the things that I did that were shameful. He took me just like that. And in my timing and his, Pull those things out of my life that didn't need to be there. But it took a while. So I'm going to encourage you tonight that if you don't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and you're waiting to get perfect, I'm going to encourage you to believe that you're never going to get perfect because no one is. And I'm going to encourage you to make tonight the night. The second thing I'm going to tell you is it doesn't come easy. It comes with a price. And sometimes that price is having to leave other people behind and embracing a new family. And sometimes that price is stepping out of what you are doing into what he wants you to do. And sometimes that price is being a bit uncomfortable, including tonight. But there's not one person in here that he doesn't want to see again and be with again. This is why he made the way, so we could stand before him again when we leave this earth and leave this body and become spirit again. He wants us in his presence. So what I'm going to ask you to do is close your eyes. Nobody open your eyes. And if tonight is the night that you are willing to lay down that you're not perfect and never will be, you're willing to lay that all down and realize you're never going to get there. And you're willing to accept jesus christ as your personal lord and savior or even rededicate your life because maybe you've been away from him for a while while you've been doing the things you shouldn't have been doing i want you to when on my cue not yet i want you to squeeze the hands of the person that you're whose hands you are holding okay so i'm going to pray and then i'm gonna ask you to squeeze the person's hand of, that you're holding both of their hands Lord, I just ask you right now, in the name of Jesus, that you would prick hearts around this room, people who have been away from you, because they're doing things that they're not proud of, Lord. Let them know that we want them back in the family, that you want them back in the family, Lord. Break down the spirit of perfectionism that that they're carrying around, that they have to be perfect before they can show their face in church or to another believer. Father, just break that down and prick their hearts and open them to, the, to you, the King, the Savior, Lord. Father, in our, in our humanness, we are imperfect. In our humanness, we make mistakes. And in our humanness, we do things we're not proud of, Lord. But we know that you stand before God the Father, Uh, Jesus, and you're standing there now making intercession for us so that we are not held accountable for the sins that we repent for, for the things we do wrong that we repent for. Thank you, Lord. Right now, I would ask that you would just let the Lord work in your heart. And if you feel that you... I'm speaking to you, that you've walked with the spirit of perfectionism, That you had to get perfect before you'd come to God. You had to quit drinking. You had to quit smoking. You had to quit looking at pornography. You had to quit looking at doing things that God didn't want, that you don't think were things God would want you to do. You don't need to stop to come to the King. He'll work it out with you. He'll work those things out of you and replace them with things that you can't believe. So begin to squeeze the person's hands that you're standing next to. If you're away because you have been, you knew the Lord and you walked away because there were other things in your life that you're doing that you didn't, you don't want other people to know about, we're all imperfect. I make mistakes too. Squeeze the hand of the person. If you're ready, ready to rededicate your life, squeeze the hands of the people that you are holding right now to squeeze their hands and let them know that yes tonight is the night this is how you're going to let them know tonight is the night you are rededicating your life this is tonight's the night that you want to receive jesus christ as lord and savior okay. every head up eyes open continue to hold hands and if your hand was squeezed I want the three of you, so there would be one person in the middle, two on each side. I want you to come forward, all three of you. If you've rededicated your life to the Lord, if you wanted somebody to, um, you want to make a new declaration for your life, hold hands, hold the hand of the person that that you felt squeezed, all come forward. Everybody continue holding hands. Lord, if there's anyone else, there's more people in this room that have stepped away from you, Lord, and, and want back into the family, but their circumstances make them feel ashamed of that. Lord, just take that shame away, Lord. I just ask you to break down that shame and bring them to a place where they, that you can work on them. You can perfect them in the way you want them to be, Father, in your timing, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Please just keep coming forward if the Lord has pricked your heart to rededicate or to give your heart to the Lord to follow Jesus. This is what we're talking about is changing your life and your circumstances in his timing. Some people will walk out of here changed. Some people will walk out of here the same, but God'll change them. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Squeeze the hand of the person next to you if you, have, if you want to come up here. It is not too late.
3: Thank you, Jesus.
1: I want everybody to say this with me. We're going to say a prayer. So repeat after me. Lord, I thank you for the, the grace of Jesus Christ. I thank you. You send him to die for me. And I thank you that he lives again. I repent for the things. I, I say I'm sorry to you, Lord, for the things I have done. And I ask for your Holy Spirit to help me do the things you would have me do. I receive Jesus Christ is my lord and savior. And ask for your direction for my life from here on out. In Jesus name. Amen. If you squeeze someone's hand whether you came up here or not, if you squeeze someone's hand, we have a gift for you. So don't leave without coming and telling Myself or, or Greg, my husband, or Brooke, one of the our wonderful singers, don't leave without getting that. And we ask that someone come help me with ministry and
0: it's a joyous night. We have so much to celebrate. So as you're leaving this place tonight, and and I know it's been, it's always busy, 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 as we're entering into this season. And sometimes we forget, really forget, what God has done for us. But tonight, we have reason to celebrate on a number of occasions. We have a couple of folks that are going to Join us in heaven. Praise God for that. Amen. And as Marietta said before, we have a Savior in heaven that is taking our imperfections, and he's watching over us, and he's making sure that, that when God looks at us, he sees a perfect you and you you isn't that awesome so anyway i challenge you tonight as you leave this place that we don't you know, we don't leave it the way we came in let's leave it full of joy full of joy let's be that joyful light that the world is really needing now let's celebrate jesus let's celebrate his birth let's celebrate the fact that he's our savior Amen? Amen. I'm going to pray over you. Uh, after I pray, you can be dismissed. Make sure that as you're leaving, that that uh, you get one of these gifts. Uh, every family should leave with a gift that you can enjoy for the rest of the year. Some a musical gift that uh, that we want to give every family that joined us tonight. Won't you join me as we pray? Lord God, it's it's such a privilege and an honor to, and such a joy, really. To, to be here tonight, Lord, and as we see people make a declaration and, and literally are saved because of the gift that you gave us 2,000 years ago, we just thank you for that, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that, that, that there were eternal decisions that were made here tonight, Lord. Lord, I ask in the name of Jesus that you would bless Each and every person here tonight, Lord, as they leave this place, Lord, let them be filled with your peace, your joy, Lord God. Let them be that light that the world needs, Father. We just thank you for this season, Lord God. We thank you for the mighty and wonderful gift of your son 2,000 years ago, Lord. We give you praise for all of these things in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming.